Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey y'all, I'm Jules. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly, what's up? Hey Jules. <laughs> We are we are having way too much fun here. We 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 had we're having so much fun that we couldn't shut up for the ten seconds that it took for us to do the best to take out background noise that we do the silent spot, and and that's because we we've got this wonderful new person on on the episode with us, and I'm going to introduce her in just a second. But uh, I want to tell you how I met her first. So you remember I've been talking about going to Panama for all this time. If you're on TikTok with me or, or Instagram or Facebook or pretty much anywhere, uh, you've probably also heard me talk about Panama relocation tours and the, the Facebook site, whatever. Well, Catherine was talking about trying to get her dogs to Panama because she's moving to, to Panama as well. And uh, I responded and I was like, hey, wait, you know, you look like a cool person. We need to meet. And she's like, yeah. And then... We had a little snafu with recording today with our guest not being able to be here because of a, an emergency. And uh, I, I called up Catherine. I was like, can you come be on the podcast? She's like, yeah, I could do that. I'm like, awesome. And she said, can you be on mine right afterwards? I'm like, yeah, I could do that. And she's like, awesome. So we're, we're just like, we're going to have a lot of fun. And then we're going to tell you about how to find her podcast too. And uh, we're, we're talking today about the uh, about channeling possibility. Catherine does 
coaching work with people and she works with them. And so we had this, this wonderful conversation before we picked our topic where she was telling me all the stuff she does and it's really cool stuff. And I was like, yeah, but this sounds like what you've, these are the things that sound like you learned them. There was an energy that opened when you first started talking about this and that energy is uniquely you. What is that? And she's like, well, it's, I kind of channel the possibilities of what's available. I'm like, yes. So that's what we're talking about. So welcome to the show, Catherine Laurenger. And uh, we, we practiced that a lot to make sure I said that right. So welcome, Catherine. I'm so glad you're here. Mm. Kelly, oh my God, thank you so much. I am so like freaking beyond excited to be in conversation with you and your community. And I just love how, and you probably talk about this, that when you decide, when you like decide that something's going to happen in your life, the universe is like, okay, I'm going to like clear the way for you. So we like, we were chatting on the weekend. We're like, hey, we should like guest on each other's podcasts. And then the universe is like, boom, Monday, here you go. Like you literally don't have to do anything. I've got you. I've got you. That's true. We we were chatting, texting back and forth all day on Sunday. It was like an hour and a half or something that we were texting. And, and then boom, it just opened up out of the blue. And you happened to be available, which was also stunning. So, you know, you put those two things together and it's just like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it happens. It does. It does. So... So, uh, you know, there's, there's so much that we can talk about. Um, but you, you taught, you, you said that things just open up and it, it triggered me. And we will talk about the, the channeling possibility piece, but, you know, we were talking about just sort of being with what shows up, right? And when you said that, um, I, I exchange readings with a friend of mine once a month and she and I were doing our readings on Friday and she said, Wow. She's like, when she's like the, the, the opening between you and Panama is just like solid. She's just like, there's, there's like no barrier and everything's just go. She was like, you're so focused and everything is going in that direction. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what happens with me when I know where the hell I'm going. (laughs) My biggest problem is if I don't know where I'm going, right? If I'm not clear on what the goal is, then I, I get a little stuck in the mud. But if I know where I'm going, I am all over it. And so there's this, this, this piece that just showed up when you said that when, when, you know, the universe opens up for you. Right. And I, I just wanted to talk about that for a minute because we've all experienced it at some point. Right. And I know you probably have some good stories. Do you have something you'd like to share about how the, the universe opened for you at some point? Mm, I have so many stories, Kelly. I love, I love this topic. And you know, this is for people, I know this is on audio, so you can't see what I'm doing here, but just imagine that here's, here's you, you're like living your life and you're coming up to the edge of making a decision or you're coming up to the edge of like taking that step over whatever that invisible boundary is for you. And you like walk up to it and then you freak yourself out and you back off or you like walk up to it and somebody says something you're like, Oh, like they might be right. I should back off. Like you walk up to that and all along the universe is literally on the other side of that invisible boundary. Just like waiting, like, is she going to go? Is she going to go? Is, is this the time? Is this the time? 
And then you back off as like, right. And then you let come up again. And the universe is like, okay, okay. Ready guys, ready. We're ready. We're ready to go here. And then you back off again. Like the universe is literally just waiting on the other side of that invisible line to just get things moving in your direction to have all of those out of the blue things come, the synchronicities, the magic, all of it, all of it. It's, it's literally right there just waiting for you. That's so true. I I have found that to be the case. And, you know, I want to speak to that intention setting piece, right? Because you, you will always have naysayers. I mean, my husband's mother has been really concerned about us leaving the country and, you know, God forbid something happens to me and then what is he going to do? And he's, you know, how is he going to get home and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like all this stuff. But, you know, it's just she's never been there. She doesn't know what it's about and it, it scares her, right? And that is always the case. If somebody's going to naysay you, it is because you scare them with what you're doing or you threaten them with what you're doing, one or the other, right? And it is the, those are the people who are going to say, oh, no, this is a bad idea, right? And when you listen to fear and anger, manipulation, whatever, then, then you end up living your life that way, right? And so you want to make sure that you're listening to your own self. Do I have fears about moving to Panama? Yeah, I might hate it. Maybe I won't like the weather. Maybe I'll not like the, the, really, it's mostly about the weather. (laughs) Maybe you'll meet weirdos there like me. Yeah, Yeah, that could be the case. I'm I'm not as concerned about that, honestly. (laughs) Um, I I always find my, well, not always. I didn't find my, I didn't really find my tribe here in Richmond, but um, I also only got out for like about nine months before everything went to hell in a handbasket. So out of the three years we've been here. So, uh, but I, I'm, the people are not usually my scary point. What's, what's your scary point for Panama, Catherine? I have the fears that run, right? And, and fear is like for anybody who is stepping into creating a life on purpose, who is stepping into doing something different for themselves, who's stepping into that more authentic living that aligned living fear is going to be there it just is so if you're afraid that's actually a good sign it means that you're on the edge of of your comfort zone it doesn't mean that there's like oh my god it's a sign something bad's going to happen just knowing that fear is there it's it's part of the process so for me um one of the things that's a little bit different maybe not different but just one of the elements is that my husband works in madagascar and I, I'm a coach, so I'm working in the online space. So I'm going to literally be there by myself for most of the time, right? And, and so I notice in my mind, there can be sometimes a story that I'm running about that, right? Like, look at me go, or what might happen, right? It's, I'm all by myself. <laughs> but that's not true. That's not true. You'll have us. I know. And like I, so we, I grew up on most, most of my life spent on Vancouver Island. I moved from Vancouver Island to Alberta. And let me tell you that felt like a cultural shock. Um, Have met some amazing people here. And 
some of the things that are really important to me, I'm not finding as much as. So I feel like I moved to Alberta, like I'm, I'm on the planet, right? So my, my edge would be, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I speak the language, so I'm okay. Or I'm still in Canada, you know, I'm okay. But now I'm like, oh, I'm still on planet earth. Like I'm okay. Right. <laughs> Well, and I will say that one of the reasons why I picked Boquete, why we picked Boquete, is that it has such a large expat community. And I'm presuming that I'll have the ability to speak English sometimes with people. You know, my husband and I speak, he speaks more Spanish than I do, but I used to be fluent 35 years ago. It's been a long time, but you know, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but um you know, that's one of the reasons why we picked it. The other one is, you know, internet connection. <laughs> but um, for me, a lot of it's about, well, how am I going to live in a third world country, right? It's, it's you know, there's there's these stories about, you know, suicide shower heads that are heated by wires that are attached to the, 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 the shower head itself. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to be electrocuted. That's why they call them that. And there's stories about, you know, the water is delivered by pipes that are on top of the, the, they're on the surface of the ground. So they're, you don't need a hot water heater because it's heated by the sun as it runs along the the water, uh, you know, along the side of the road. And you're just like, okay. And it's just all these different things of ways of being. And, and uh, you know, more for me, I'm worried about the humidity level. But oh my uh, god, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I here? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a concern. But yeah, mostly I'm not that concerned. You know, it's like, well, you know, if I hate it, I can always move again, right? <laughs> it's like people are like, oh my god, what are you doing? You're leaving, ah, and I was just like, ah, it's fine, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I think one of the one of the things that I um most excited about is how it's actually causing me to become a different person. So the move itself, like the mental, the mental work around letting go of possessions around, especially family heirlooms and that sense of obligation and, you know, like, Oh, we've spent so much time, like, you know, building up our life here and we're starting, what if we're starting from scratch and what if I can never find that, you know, fill in the blank whatever again. So the work that I've had to do to repattern and release some of that stuff and the work that I've done to become the woman who is, yeah, I'm moving to Panama, right? Um, Yeah. I was talking to my husband about it and I said, you know, my entire adult life has been about letting go of good enough to get to great. And each time my good enough is higher, right? And I, in the last nine months, ordered my 25-year lifelong dream of having a hot tub in my own yard. And I just got it delivered in January. And here it is, May, and I'm freaking leaving. And I, I'm, I had a moment of going, okay, am I sabotaging my success by leaving? And I had to, you know, I had a moment of looking at that and going, well, but I'm enjoying it. And you know, we own this house and it's, it's done wonderful things in value because of the market and whatever. And, and I'm like, no, I'm not sabotaging it. I achieved my goal. Yes, I will miss my hot tub, but I can always put one in down there. Right. And, uh, you know, now I'm able to 
I, I really feel like this is kind of the height of the market right now. And so now I'm able to take my money and run at the height of the market, right? <laughs> and move out of the country where I'm not paying on the other end. Because right now, if you're buying it locally, you're, you're just going to pay it on the other end, right? And, um, you know, it's just... And I'm not buying right away. I'm going to rent because they tell you to, and I listen to good advice. Right. That's why it's there. Right. Exactly. And, you know, it's just going to be this grand adventure. You know, we're we're taking it as an opportunity to travel to South America and to see all the places that we wouldn't have gotten to had we stayed north of the equator. Right. Um, And then, you know, eventually we'll get over to Europe and do, do trips there as well. But it's a, it's a jumping off point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is that invisible boundary, right? It's crossing that invisible boundary of your capacity, your capability, your confidence uh, of what you know yourself able to do, right? It's if I can do this, I can do anything. And and that's that's really kind of coming back to our title today. That's really kind of channeling possibility, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at the two of us and you and I are God help the people who are around us because I carry the energy of change and you channel possibility between the two of us. They're going to be like, (laughs) you're going to have heads exploding everywhere. Right. (laughs) Jules is miming that hers is exploding now. (laughs) That's why my hair sticks up. There you go. (laughs) Straight up, baby. Straight up. Does anybody else want to break into a Paula Abdul song right now? Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I respect y'all too much to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so where'd you get the y'all? I just channeled. I don't even know. I channeled it. I was going to say, I'm like, wow, I get why Jules and I are saying it, but you're from freaking Canada, man. And she's like, nope. Sorry. energy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I just probably just picked up on it a little bit. My, um, my husband's French, so I kind of like get a little bit of that. And yeah, so I think just probably just that. Yeah. No, you're just in the energy and it's, it's, it's there. So y'all is a great word, man. Everybody should use it. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. It 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 it's it fits every situation. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so like Canadian A. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. A? 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 Yeah. They stay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you're working with somebody because, you know, I I work with people and I'm I'm standing in the energy of change, right? So if if they're wanting to change, they can have and I've been told this in many instances where people will say, oh, we had this conversation at a party three years ago and I have no memory of the party, much less the conversation, right? And they're just like, oh yeah, and you said this thing to me and it changed my whole life. And I'm like, "Uh, well, okay, that sounds like me, but uh, I don't know, right? But it's because I carry the energy of change. And if somebody is ready for it, they will just pick up on it, grab it, and it will it will transport them, right? And you're carrying the energy of possibility. So how does that play out for you in your life? What do you what do you see when that happens? Do you get those kind of conversations too? All the time. Oh my god, all the time. Yeah, and I think it, it, you know, like I hadn't really thought about that, Kelly, until you asked me that question when we were connecting 
earlier today and I've, I've up until now had a hard time putting into words, right? Cause everybody's like, Oh, what's your USP, your unique selling proposition? How are you different? I'm like, well, we're all like snowflakes. So we're all different. But, you know, I think in my life and I think like much of your listeners, I'm an empath, um, very spiritually oriented. I've had, you know, many, many very mystical experiences, experiences where I have been, connected to, um, guided by, I get, I even get like emotional thinking about it by the universe, like being fully, fully in that flow state of taking action, not knowing why, not needing to know why, just, just trusting, just be being, being in that flow. And then at a later time, it all just unfolds like magic, right? It's just like, there's this greater knowing there is this greater wisdom and and in this wisdom like literally every freaking thing you could imagine already exists for you and so you know i think for me because i have lived in connection with that and and i've also been in the dark right i've i've been on my own journey i've done the work and i believe i believe that the deeper we go within the greater we can go without and so i i can hold that energy of believing for the people i work with so this like rock solid um resonance field that they step into and, and that's what happens, right? When you're working in a container with a person or a group that's really powerful and you've got that person who, who knows, who's solid, they're solid, you then start to ground to them. You start to actually sync up your energy field, your nervous system. I mean, that's what babies and moms do when they're born, right? Um, that's what the quantum entanglement is, is, is where you can actually, and the unified field, where you can have things syncing up at, at, in, fathomable distances. And so for me, when I can hold that energy and that believing that possibility, like that knowing that knowing, like I know with every fiber of my being in this lifetime and every lifetime I've lived hundreds of them every lifetime to come, I'm actually getting pretty close and 500 years out, I'm, I'm no longer on this physical plane, but I know that it is possible. And I know that your dream for your life, your yearnings, your heart's desire, that is life's idea for you. That is life's idea for you, right? You, you have a soul print, just like everyone has a thumbprint that's unique. A snowflake is unique. Your soul print is unique. And no one else can live the life that you are here to live. And so to, to hold that, that strong belief that knowing that possibility thinking people like they borrow that they connect to that and then they start to dream bigger for themselves. And then when the fear shows up, because it does, it's part of the process, right? When other people's limiting beliefs show up, when your own, you know, structures and paradigms and operating systems show up, I can hold that rock solid for people so that they can hang on to it and be like, Oh yeah, that's who I am. That's who I am. And that's what I came here to do. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's so important right? Because your experience of life is limited by your belief structure and what you're willing to conceive. A million percent. Yeah. And so, you know, when I was, before I married my first husband, uh, I desperately wanted to backpack Europe. 
instead of go to college. But to not go to college would have invalidated my mother's entire existence because she told me my whole life that her only purpose in life was to see me graduate college. Wow. And no pressure, pressure, right? (laughs) And, you know, my dad was like, you don't have to go to college if you don't want to. And mom was like, no, you are going to college. My entire purpose is for you to graduate college. And I was like, oh, crap. So, um, so I didn't. Interesting, eh? Yeah. So I didn't go, right? And I spent my entire freshman year lamenting the fact that I did not go. And somehow in my head, that set a barrier between me and Europe that I just couldn't go. And so when my my husband said, let's go to Austria for our honeymoon, I was like, we can do that? <laughs> and he, I was like, what? And and he's like, yeah, we're, we're going to do I'm like, okay. And I was so excited, right? But I was I was a little like not believing it could happen because in my experience, the, when I wanted the doorway open, it closed, right? And so, you know, and then when I divorced him, it was a big effort for me to book my first international trip to Europe because I, I had associated it with him, right? And so I had to get over that barrier. But each time I did it, it got a little bit easier and a little bit easier and a little bit easier till now I'm going to Panama. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll just pick a, t- pick a plane. Let's go. You know, no big deal. Right. Yeah. And I've now done like, this will be my 12th country, right? Maybe 13th. I think it's my 13th country actually. Yeah. So, but it is just cause I love to travel. Right. And so You know, this is the thing is that as you expand your horizons, you expand your possibilities, right? Then you open yourself to new experiences. You know, I I used to call myself the cosmic yes girl, right? Because it was like, unless there was a good reason to say no, I always said yes, right? It's like, unless there's a good reason to say no. Now, jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, there is a good reason to say no, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Thank you. I, yeah. Oh. I do not enjoy the feeling of falling. I'm good, right? So, yeah. Um, but, you know, lots of other things. I've just said yes and been like, okay, let's see what happens, right? I love that, Kelly. And I think like start, like if people are finding, you know, that there's, okay, so when we, it's easy to say, like possibility thinking, right? And like, well, what is that? What is that really? And how do I do that? And one of the ways that I invite people to, to start to explore that is to ask themselves the question, what would I love? Not what do I think I should do? What does my mother say? My partner say? My job, my education, like none of that stuff. But what would I love? And sometimes when you start to work with that question, it can actually be a little bit overwhelming and it can feel like a bit like panicky, right? It can be like, ah, you got to figure it out all, you know, all, all at once. So if, if you notice for people listening, if you notice that there's that like, ah, crap, just like take a breath. It's okay. It's okay. It's never too late to ask a question. And you just start with something easy. Like would I love coffee or would I love tea? Would I love, you know, to go to bed at this time? Would I love to go to bed at this time? And so you just start with little teeny weeny little baby steps. And then that starts to build that muscle, starts to build that muscle. And then one of the other things you can do is actually 
uh, and it's a trick for bypassing all of those limiting beliefs that we all have, right, in the voices of other people, is to think about it as if it's like three years from now and it's actually worked out, like you're guaranteed, like you're like there's a magic wand, it's a million percent going to work out. So you have permission to dream because you're like literally creating what you would love here. And when you think of it in the future like that, it kind of relaxes the parts of you that want to figure out the how that are really, they're trying to protect you, right? Those are parts of us that are trying to protect us. So when you think about it, like, oh, well, if it's three years from now and I really could like be living the life that I love, like, what would I be doing? And that's how, that's how we're ending up in Panama, Because we, at the level of fact, do not love living in Alberta. I do not love the snow. (laughs) I love love the ocean. I love plants. I love gardening. I love those types of things. Okay, well, if you could really really live the life that you love, what would that look like? Huh. Huh. Well, wait a minute. I I don't see that in Canada. Oh, my God. There's a whole other world to explore. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the process that we went through. So Jules, what would you love? She's got a wand ready for you and everything. I love it. I would love to have lots of acreage um, away from the city in the mountains near some water. And that that would be where I would want to, to, to live. And how is that different from where you are now? Uh, right now we are, um, in like the suburb and we're on a, a acre of land that we share with my mom. So we're kind of in the back of mom's property yeah. and, um, no mountains in Louisiana. Okay. Um, lot, lots of water, you know, but in the form of rain, yeah. you know, but you know, like, I like running water, um, bonus if there's a waterfall. So, um, Sounds you like know, you need to come to Panama. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, <laughs> It's I know not you were talking about like Montana, but you know, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Panama <laughs> or Hawaii, yeah, or Alberta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got well, the gold. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and as y'all were uh, talking, you know, what was coming to my mind was, you know, don't be afraid to dream in HD, you know, yeah. or whatever the clearest picture is, right? Yeah. Um, and that fear may be part of the journey, but it also serves a purpose in that we also learn how to overcome that fear and we have courage. And the more you exercise that muscle, the better you're going to get at it, which actually was a lesson from Inner Peace 101 that I remember. I'm just saying, because (laughs) you you, you know what I did for that exercise? What's that? Because I'm scared to death of heights. No. So I got out a ladder and my husband was at the foot, you know, on the ground just to catch me in case I fell. But um, I climbed up the ladder on top of a big white trailer that we have. And I stood on the top of it. I did it all by myself. And then I had to, he's like, okay, now you got to come down. I'm like, oh, shit. Because so, <laughs> that was another fear of me slipping and falling. Right. So, but that's what I did for that exercise. Look at you. Dreaming in HD. That's it. I think that's the, I think that's the Kellyism. I think you just did the Kellyism for the episode. Dream in HD. And uh, Catherine, quick question for you. When you're channeling possibilities, is it true that it's, as we hear the phrase, endless possibilities? Is that true? Yeah, that, that we can embrace that and not be scared of it. A million, a billion percent. 
right? And, and, and when you really start to activate your mental faculty of the imagination in service of yourself, right? So often we use it to terrorize ourselves, like what could go wrong and how can I fail and all of that stuff. But, but to actually use that mental faculty in service, you, you start to, it starts to like bubble up, right? It starts to bubble up and there's this feeling in you of joy and aliveness and, oh, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And the more that you engage with that, the more clarity you get, like, and love that the HG factor is so, so important, the more clarity you get. And then the more connected you are and the more drawn you are. And then as you're drawn, you start to take steps, and that's what helps to bring it into physical manifestation. Remember, kids, dream in HD. That's the Kellyism <laughs> for the day. There you go. All so, right. Catherine, how do they find you? Uh, well, I mean, you can all come on down to Panama in September and we could like hang out and, you know, have some coffee and stuff uh, or social media. Uh, so, Catalyst Coaching, Catalyst with a K, like Catherine with a K. Uh, so, Catalyst Coaching, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram and uh, LinkedIn and all of that good stuff. Oh, and then my pod- my podcast, right? I have a podcast, yeah. So my podcast is My Dead Dragon, and it's conversations with women who woke up one day and realized that nobody was coming to save them, so they decided to become the main character and heroine of their own story. And so we talk about what was that process like, um, or the challenges. What did they learn? How did they do it? What advice they would have? All that good stuff. And you have a, a free download that you have available too, right? I do. Yeah. So I have a 15-minute guided visualization meditation, and it's actually designed to help you really discover what is that vision that is seeking to emerge for your life. And I've had people describe it as a soothing balm for their soul. I apparently have a very calming voice. So <laughs> I have I have a face for radio. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for coming on last second. Uh, I, I really appreciate you, you, you know, talking to the crazy lady online who came up out of the blue and was like, Hey, let's chat or divine timing. There you go. So awesome. So that, that'll be it then. I'm going to take us out there, Jewel. Absolutely. And as always, we will include all of um, Catherine's information in the show notes. So um, our audience members can find you without a problem. All right. So, kids, that's all that we have for this week. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta and our wonderful guest, Catherine, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car, I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Wondering where my spirit will I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea? 
what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.